Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Friday. Uh, it is finally here. Uh, I'll be on for a while. We'll see. I'm going to be joined uh, with Jason Walker. He runs uh, the Colorado division of Patriot Trading Group. He's going to be joining me. i got a remodel going on. Uh, we had uh, painting here at the Phoenix office a few weeks ago. Today, it's the floors. Uh, whenever they show up uh, will be uh, when, when I'll jump off. But, you know, you, you, we got the anywhere from 9 to noon, people are going to uh, make an appearance. It's almost like cable now, right? Uh, we'll be there sometime. Uh, but but we'll we'll close down when that happens. Uh, we will uh, forward our phones, so our our lean will be answering the phones. Uh, so, but we won't be here. Our lean physically won't be here. So, if you're looking for tracking numbers or, or anything like that, uh, we we won't be able to provide those to you till Monday. Uh, but if you want to place orders, you can still place orders. Obviously, you can always go out to allamericangold.com. Hit the shop button uh, and order your products online that way as well. You can do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we are working with Kitco. Uh, there's the link. There's an issue with the link, so the spot price isn't updating. Uh, matter of fact, it hasn't updated uh, um, for, I want to say, since Monday, maybe even Sunday. Uh, gold's up again. Gold's up about another 14 or $15.00. Uh, right at seventeen eighty, silver's up as well. Uh, silver's up another uh, fifteen, sixteen cents here. Twenty six dollars and twelve cents, uh, and the Dow is up ninety. Uh, the the Nasdaq's down just a little bit today. Everybody just trying to digest what's going to happen. We had uh, big news out of China. We're going to talk to. Matter of fact, I'm going to hit Jason with this uh, and get his reaction. He doesn't know it yet. But a major, major announcement coming out of China in regards to its digital currency in gold. Uh, so we'll talk about that uh, in the next segment. Uh, don't forget our CBD products. I don't need to tell you how great they are. They're the best of the best, and, and uh, it, it's wonderful as the longer this goes, and we're seeing all of the, these people that are trying the products Loving the products, reordering the products, new customers trying the products. They're going to be reordering the products. Uh, and we're going to continue to add to those at the uh, 1360 KHNC, the shop button. Uh, no gathering today at the station. We've been doing the Friday gatherings. Uh, that We will do that again next Friday, so look forward to that. Uh, David Knight is going to be live on 1360 KHNC. He'll be on the hour before this show. Uh, from from uh, 9 to 10 Colorado time, 8 to 9 Arizona time. Uh, and it, this is exclusive. Uh, this is not his podcast. Uh, it, we are the only radio station in the country that will be carrying David Knight. For those of you that don't remember David Knight or don't know the name, uh, David Knight used to be Alex Jones' right-hand man. I would call him the uh, more of the the factual, uh, less, uh, I don't know what the word, the right word, a little less dramatic version 
of Alex. Uh, they had they had a falling out, and I'll tell you right now, it had to really do uh, with with Trump. And uh, you know, Al, uh, David was concerned. That, you know, obviously Alex was one thousand percent in the Trump boat. Uh, David Knight kind of thought, hey, he's just like all the other D's and R's, uh, just with a different, uh, diff- a little bit different spin to it all. But but he will be joining us starting May third, so the first Monday in May. Uh, we'll get to him. So, kind of a weird day. The office is empty. Uh, everything's boxed up and, and moved out. And and we are. Brittany was in this morning. She was doing the metals plans. And we've got all the supplies are boxed up. Everything's boxed up. And the credit card machine ran out of paper. And we we went we went in the back. We looked it through all these boxes. Couldn't find. It, had to go upstairs. Uh, finally, like the very and isn't it always this way? The very last box we look in, uh, we ended up finding it. So we were able uh, to get it done. That was <laughs> that was the big crisis for the day. Uh, but all the people on the metals plans uh, got their got built today. And, and uh, again. Everything's out on the metals plants, and they've been out for a while. So if by Monday you haven't received your metals plant shipment, call us. Okay, call us because something, my guess is it's probably sitting at your post office, and they they didn't leave you a note, they didn't do any of that stuff. So if you didn't get your metals plants by Monday, uh, call us, and we'll give you tracking numbers and all that stuff and and get those products uh, in your hands. But... Uh, Jason, are, are you with us? Yeah, I had to leave just for a minute. I got four boxes of goodies that just well, walked in the door, so we got all that stuff coming in. So yeah, right, I'm oh, be... is that the stuff I sent you? Uh, and I think more. So there's four boxes, so I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I'll be making phone calls after the show. There you go. So product landed in Colorado. I, I, I will tell you this. Uh, I dumped a bunch of stuff on you, Jason. You had, okay. I didn't even tell you it was coming. Uh, I'm just going to have you deal with it. <laughs> it, uh, it. Well, it might not be the gold I was waiting for then. We'll see. <laughs> I have. We'll I need see. to open it up. <laughs> it's Christmas. i got to see what's in it. It's Christmas. There you go. I like your attitude. Just look at it as, as Christmas. Uh, there. I heard you guys got snow up there. Yeah, I got several inches, uh, but it's April, so uh, the streets and the sidewalks are all melted. But it is uh, hovering below freezing at 30 degrees, and uh, yeah, it's, it's snow in April. We get quite a bit here in Colorado. Yeah, wait five minutes; it'll be about 65 or 70 uh, there pretty quick. Listen, when we get back, what are the Chinese up to? You're not going to want to miss. I can't believe it. Page Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour, and uh, some really interesting developments are happening. You know, think back just a couple of weeks ago, the IMF said, "Hey, the global share of U.S. dollar-denominated exchange reserves." Right. This is this is uh, when countries and corporations take their excess capital and they buy bonds and they've got their choice right they can buy u.s denominated bonds europe european uh chinese japanese you name it uh fell below 60 percent to 59 percent this is the lowest since the creation of the euro Right, so you think about the euro now it's like what 27 countries i think now maybe 30 
And so all of them go into one bucket now. So you can, you know, you, you can understand uh, that. But here's the funny part is we're within about 9%, 10% of all-time record lows for the use of the dollar. Uh, and then, of course, we've got all the deficits, right? Inflation is getting ready to hit here. Our central bankers are totally asleep at the wheel. Uh, all as they know how to do is print more money. That's their solution to every problem we ever have had, right? Think about it. Think about any problem, I'll print more money. That's always their answer. And now the printing of that money coming home to roost. And then last week, so two weeks ago, we fall below 60%. Last week, China becomes the first major economy to go digital with its uh, central bank digital currency, right? And, of course, that makes sense, right? The first, the first country ever, the first nation ever to use fiat money was China. They were the first. A lot of people don't know that. They were, they were absolutely uh, the first country to use fiat currency. And, of course, it, all, you know, it does what all fiat currencies do, go to zero, uh, I didn't talk about this last week, and I probably should have. A lot of, uh, I'll, I'll say a lot of billionaires are starting to, to do the opposite. You know, we, we know about Mark Cuban and Elon Musk and the what I'll call the Bitcoin cheerleaders. A lot of other guys, you know, maybe guys you don't hear of uh, because they, they don't like to... to to be out in the media, if you will, we're saying that hey, we're watching this Bitcoin underneath the underneath the the pretty headlines and all that other stuff. And when you really look at it, they're saying this is part of the uh, financial weapon uh, by the Chinese uh, because it threatens fiat money, right? And and that's true. Listen, it's going to replace fiat money. It's just not going to be Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin, they're, they're either going to regulate it and turn it into some type of derivative or what happened today, uh, Turkey today, banned all payments of Bitcoin. Just banned them, right? And that's that one, of the, one of two things. That's one of two things going to happen. Either Bitcoin and all the other digital currencies get banned uh, as all these other countries uh, follow China's suit or they turn it into some kind of financial instrument uh, I, and it doesn't really matter one way or the other. It's going to be regulated and regulated uh, heavily. But then Reuters today, very interesting, saying that China has given all of its domestic and international banks permission to import large amounts of gold into the country. Now, listen, China's already the number one gold consumer in the world. They're the number one gold producer in the world. China does not export gold. So think about they import about 1,000 metric tons. They mine about 400 metric tons. I think this year is probably going to go down to about 380 metric tons. Uh, and total, total mine supply is about 3,300 metric tons. And China is already at 1,300 of that. Throw India on top of that, and, and you only got about 1,000 metric tons left for the rest of the world. Uh, but today, Reuters says that the People's Bank of China, the nation's central bank, 
which controls how much gold enters China through a system of quotas given to commercial banks, right? So the the Central Bank of China, they, they tell the banks how much gold they can import, right? And they, they give quotas. So they want to keep the price as low as possible because they're still accumulating it. But in week in recent weeks... It had given permission for large amounts of bullion to enter the country. We had no quotas whatsoever. And they said that we are now uh, seeing the most gold enter China around 150 tons, worth about $8.5 billion just in the last couple of weeks uh, getting ready to enter into China, and Reuters is speculating that the Chinese Jason may be getting ready to possibly back their digital renminbi with gold. What are your thoughts? I don't think they'll do that. Uh, I'll I'll go back to the so you, you covered a whole lot there. So I'm going to go back to the beginning. Uh, the original information you said came from the IMF. Uh, as you reported several years ago, uh, China was put prematurely into the currency basket, and China, China began buying the most gold and hoarding the most gold from then on out. And they also became the number one buyer of special drawing rights. I think China is positioning themselves to be the biggest player in the IMF, which may be the next central bank of the world. We say the dollar goes away or the Federal Reserve becomes no longer the world trade currency. China will then have this massive amount of gold. They don't have to have all of it. They don't have to have half of it. They just have to have a huge amount. Then they're heavy, heavily leveraged in the IMF, the new central bank of the world. I'd actually, I could actually see a scenario, Joe, where in America, they, all the information about the Fed that we spew on the air all the, all the time, suddenly the mainstream media is saying about this evil, corrupt Federal Reserve and this evil history – you can see Congress uh, say we're going to abolish the Fed, and then instead of instead of just eliminate central bank, the word will be replace. What are we going to replace it with? I think they're going to replace it with the IMF. Now, you don't have to have a gold-backed currency then, Joe, but what China could easily do is, is uh, they'll be so heavy in special drawing rights that they'll have a very controlling arm. And then when everybody flocks to gold, because this is going to be a, an emergency type event, and everyone's going to go buying gold, I think the price of gold goes very, very high, and then when China wants to, they, they flood the market with gold to, to cool it off after it starts spiking upward and then have a very large control over the world economy through maybe an IMF uh, central bank of the world, Joe. And I, I, I think this is why you got to get on gold and silver now because these things are, are in motion. And every time, Joe, you have a source, I always, I always ask when you have a source, Joe, what do they gain out of this? <laughs> what, how does the IMF story uh, benefit the IMF? And I think if they were the world central bank, that would be very big for them. You know, it's very interesting. That's why I love, uh, and we got to have uh, you on more because you do this. You and Brian talk about this on your show every day, uh, the Front Range News Hour uh, in Colorado. Uh, but but really interesting thoughts here, and it makes a lot of sense. Right, because we know. Listen, inflation—it's it, going to eat us alive. They're sitting there, and it's so uh, how they could sit there and say it's not happening, and come up with these uh, these ridiculous numbers and all that stuff. And I like your thought of when this new digital currency comes. 
maybe the Fed is the scapegoat. Yep, I think so. Right? It's their fault. Let's let's do something better. And by this time, uh, you know, talking about the IMF, uh, the first thing Jason was talking about was the fact that the IMF and the really the rest of the world allowed for China's currency to become part of the basket. Even though you know they had, you know, uh, you know, think of it this way: think of it as the old boys' club, if you will. They set up these rules that really almost made it impossible for other countries to ever get to to be a part of the club. And then all of a sudden, here comes China, and China basically bullies their way in and says, "Look, we're bigger than all of you. Let us in, or else." So they change the rules, let China's currency be part of the basket. Uh, the special drawing rights, look at it as this way, as global bonds. So instead of like U.S. treasuries, uh, you would be buying a global bond that would have uh, the, you know, kind of the diversification, for lack of a better term. It would have some U.S. stuff in it, some European stuff in it, you know, some some uh, British stuff in it, some Japanese stuff in it, and, of course, obviously the Chinese and all of that. Uh, and, and, again, we talk about gold holdings, right? We claim to have 8,000 metric tons of gold. Uh, no one really knows. We want to believe that. I want to believe it anyway. Um, the Chinese are only officially reporting a little over 2,000 uh, metric tons of gold, and nobody believes that number, right? Everyone, uh, and Jason can can talk to this as well, everyone thinks they actually have a lot more, they just don't want to say it. And Jason, now, are you trying to say, hey, this latest move? You know, when you talk about 150 metric tons in a matter of weeks, let's call it a month, right? That would be 1,800 metric tons in in a year if they did it every month. That would be more than 50% of all the mine supply of gold in in the world. Yeah, it's moving. Everything's moving in a specific direction. It looks like China is is the choice of these uh, these rich guys all over the world. They they want to move it to China. They want, and if that's through the IMF, does it really matter that IMF is the same guys as the Fed? They're all it's all these central banks, Chinese central bank. You know, when they have their meetings, you see these Chinese guys sit there and have their their minutes of the meetings and what they're going to do. But it's it's the same rich white family bankers essentially. It's more than just that, but it's the same guys. It's same, you know the, the Bank of China, the Bank of Japan, the European Central Bank. So it doesn't matter. I mean, for the average person that doesn't know this, when the, if we move the the world exchange currency to to another platform, it doesn't really matter to them. They, those guys already know what's going to happen ahead. We're the ones that have to try to figure it out, Joe. Well, you know, and it's very interesting because if you follow the money, right, as Jason talks about, it's the same group of, of bankers. You follow the money, the inflows in, into China, foreign inflows of money. Uh, China now has jumped up to the second largest inflow nation of course the united states is always well i shouldn't say always but it's been number one for decades but china is now only a hundred billion dollars behind the u.s in attracting foreign capital uh it it, it, and it's 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 studied the pace today china announced its gdp 
So we're 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 getting ready to announce our, our you know first quarter GDP, and we're hearing numbers between seven to nine percent growth of GDP and all this stuff. And of course, you know, we handed out two thousand dollars during the first quarter. China didn't hand out any money. That's eighteen point three percent GDP growth. Now, of course, China had the shutdown in the first quarter. You know, remember China? COVID was big. You know, January, February, March, and they had shut down uh, the entire uh, province, the Wuhan province, and all that stuff. But, but it's 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 just the the magnitude of how big China's become, Jason. I don't think a lot of people realize it. Well, and, and we're gonna hit the break here in a minute. But I'm gonna. I watched. Uh, I've been watching this guy out of Australia. He's just a. He's just a podcaster guy. You know, he's he's not. A, he doesn't have a big show or anything. When we come back to the break, it's interesting how you said seven to nine percent, because I think inflation is going to be counted as growth. And this guy was talking about inflation, and he threw some just some, some generic numbers out. And I don't have time to do it right now. But I'll, you'll this will you'll blow your mind, Joe, because he obviously it's not going to happen the way this guy says it. But if you look at it. Two percent uh, increase in income for, for the you know he's just saying the average guy, and then he looked at the 0.6 that they reported for inflation for March, and he's like, well that's 7.2 percent for the year, and then he did a 10-year span of what that would actually do to you if, if it actually just stayed that calm, and it, it's it's interesting the the numbers, Joe. When we get back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour 800-951-0592. B. Uh, joined today with Jason Walker. Uh, he runs our Colorado office. We're talking about uh, the big news. Uh, Reuters reporting uh, China has imported 150 metric tons of gold in the month of April. Uh, remember, uh, March, India uh, imported 160 metric tons of gold. Uh, and then we're talking about what the ramifications of all of this are going to be. Uh, the people are here. So I'm going to step away. Uh, we're getting ready to, to get some uh, floor work done here at the Patriot office. And, and Jason is going to carry you guys through the rest of the show. Uh, so take care. God bless everybody. Listen, and Jason, guys got great takes on this. Pay attention to what he has to say about it. Uh, and and uh, Jason, I'll call you later. That's great. No problem, Joe. So as we're hitting the break, I was talking about this guy I was watching. Uh, it's just, you know, there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of guys with, with good uh, prognostication because, you know, we don't have all the facts. We don't run this thing. And uh, he was running uh, just a generic idea, which is uh, your the average guy who would see he's making $4,000 a month and he has $3,000 in expenses. And uh, as he as he, he did like a ten year span, so uh, his his wages and this is being generous as far as I'm concerned with where we're at, wages going up two percent a year. So he's getting a little you know he's he's getting a little bumps in pay every year. And he was going off of what's going on with inflation numbers from month to month since I think October November, where it was going up one percent, and then uh, it went to two not one percent point one percent for the month. Then it went to 0.2 percent for the month for a couple of months. You know, d- d- I think it was December and, and and January, and then in February it went to 0.4 for the month. This is inflation getting higher per month, and then 0.6 percent for March. And he was just he just ran the numbers. He's like, well, what, what if we just what if it just the inflation just sort of stopped and it just was increasing at 0.6, which is about seven percent a year, 7.2 percent a year. He said in a, just a 10-year span, 
that that $4,000 in earnings would then be $4,885 per month by the end of the 10 years. So he's, he's gotten a pay raise and he's got more money coming in. The expenses of $3,000 where you had an extra $1,000 to buy gold or invest in a company, <clears throat> those expenses in that same 10-year span was $6,150. Now you're in debt. You've done nothing different. You're earning a little more money per month, per year, and now you have no way of paying your bills. And this is what inflation does. It's theft. <clears throat> it doesn't have to happen. In this country, gold was backed uh, backed our currency, the dollar, from the late 1700s to the early 1900s until they made gold illegal. We had no inflation. We had a, a, a fair, honest money system. And then in 1913, the Federal Reserve was passed in the dark of night during the Christmas holiday you know, in secrecy. And slowly but surely, the control over the interest rates and the printing of the currency has, has turned to what we're in today, which is everybody's in debt. And when you're in debt, you have to pay a piece to, to the gods that are the bankers, uh, the, the, these guys that spin these webs to steal everything we got. And so I was looking at this guy's numbers. I was like, you know, look at this inflation. So uh, I don't know if I've said it to the Arizona because I, don't, I don't, don't, don't do the Arizona show very often. But uh, I bought, you know, I sold my house to actually buy into this thing. But as time went on and I, and I, uh, I actually had uh, uh, some collectible coins. I was in, I was more than, Joe doesn't do collectible coins, but I do collectible coins in my past and I had held on to those I was I was really you know wanting to see the future of those but uh, as I started seeing coronavirus in 2020 and what, what what was getting ready to happen and I saw this inflative cycle that's going to probably start which it did at the end of 2020 I wanted to be in a mortgage a 30-year mortgage which would freeze my payment because if inflation gets bad enough I don't want to pay three thousand dollars a month rent four thousand dollars a month rent five thousand dollars a month rent so I, I sold the collectible coins, got that down payment ready, and got, bought a house at the very, very end of October of last year. And I started, you know, we had an unfinished basement, and I like, you know, I wanted a completed house. I'm not, you know, a lot of people are like, well, we'll get it done. I'm, I'm the guy that I want all of my space as a, as a home, a usable space, not just for storage. So in the early, you know, basically November 1st, I started buying the materials and hiring guys to finish my basement immediately in November. And these are the same months where this guy in Australia talked about the U.S. dollar and U.S. and Australian uh, economics, and he's worried about this bad inflation. So it's following his numbers, 0.1 inflation increase, 0.2 inflation increase, 0.4 inflation increase, and then March was 0.6 inflation increase. Well, I bought my house at the very end of October. I started buying materials to finish the basement. By the time January and February rolled around, it took four months to get this basement done. It took a little longer than I wanted it to. But uh, if I would have started in January or February to buy these materials and start finishing the basement then, it essentially would have doubled the cost of materials. I would have paid $20,000 more to finish a basement. So, yeah, I very rapidly, any big-ticket items, microwaves or refrigerators, because I have a kitchenette in that basement, I, I, I make sure to get all those things out of the way because it's just going to get more expensive. Uh, gold and silver, it's funny, you got the cost of wood doubling, you got copper uh, hitting all-time highs or close to it, nickel hitting all-time highs or close to it. You have all of these uh, these materials used for building and for for. 
uh, for the economy, for, for for infrastructure, for building things, homes and cars and things that you buy, all these things are going up. And then in the same span, October, November, December, you got gold and silver just sort of flattening out, hanging out. Oh, yeah, you don't want to put your money in this. Well, this is how fraudulent the system is. You know, they can't completely control gold and silver, but they can they can manipulate with the paper market, sell a whole bunch of paper gold, sell, sell a whole bunch of silver paper, and uh, flatten out the cost because rhodium at 25000 and, and palladium at 2500 Let me take a look real here. I'll just take a look because I'll, I'll see what today's numbers are because, uh, yeah, palladium, almost $2,600 per ounce. You got uh, rhodium at $25,000 an ounce. You got platinum finally coming back, pushing towards $1,200 an ounce. And gold and silver is just kind of, you know, it's, it's come up the last few days. It looks like it's it's starting to have another leg here. It's because they don't want people to run to those safe places. They are. They want. You know, Joe just said, "What is China doing in this inflative cycle with the dollar? They're doubling, tripling, quadrupling all the gold purchases they can make. They know what's going to happen with gold. They know that it's going to be an important player, whether it becomes a gold-backed currency or not. That it's going to be a very important place to be in when it's this cheap. Who's making gold this cheap for China to scoop it up?" And if China's scooping it up, and we know the world economy is moving that way in one one form or another, this is why you, the listener of our show, should be buying this, you know, gold and silver. I'm going to talk about gold and silver buyers a little bit with my customers. I've been saying it on the Colorado show, but 800-951-0592. Get your calls in. If they can't answer your phones, leave messages. It doesn't matter what's uh, what's sitting there to be sold. You better get on board. You have a couple thousand, a couple hundred sitting there. Get your gold and silver at 800-951-0592. I'll be right back. Patriot Trading News Hour. I'm your uh, guest host, Jason, uh, here in Colorado where it snowed last night. And uh, we got had these cold temperatures all week. Uh, but that's, that's uh, April for uh, Colorado. We always have a cold snap. But the funny thing is, is... Uh, We'll probably get out of this thing over the weekend, and things will probably heat up and get it look really nice, and probably go for about two weeks. This happens every year. You know, enough sun and and uh, and warming weather. The sp- springtime looks like it's here. Uh, we got you know we get through this this last bit of snow that we're going to go through uh, today, tomorrow, and Saturday. About two weeks later, three weeks later, people are all getting ready to plan all their fun stuff they're going to go do, and then we get hit. We get hit again. We always get hit one more time. You know, you, everyone's planning that cook out in the backyard because oh, the sun is out spring has sprung and uh, it, it happens every year and, and another whack of snow comes in i would say i would say at the end of the month let's just say like i'm looking at the calendar well april 30th that would be perfect that's a friday everyone's got their plans for the weekend and then friday night it just starts snowing on everybody's saturday and sunday plans but that that'll probably happen but uh, arizona you guys don't have that problem you guys are getting ready for that heat and uh i'm i'm we have we have kind of that dry heat that you guys have. Uh, people like to come to Colorado and Arizona because you don't have that humidity. But uh, I don't know, 120 degrees and 110. I, I don't know if I can handle that. So uh, don't don't mind the mountains. But I was talking about inflation. Joe brought it in, and Joe brought in at the beginning of the show about uh, China scooping up all this gold. And the report he was reading from, I always you know everyone's got an angle. You know everyone, and then there's always false numbers or somebody skewing the numbers, but. It was coming from the IMF, and the IMF is talking about how China is doing all this, buying all this gold, 
and we know that they're buying the most special drawing rights from the IMF, which is a central bank, and uh, it looks ripe, ripe for pushing the IMF as a more powerful position in the central banking game. So here we are. The dollar is dying. Uh, slow death, fast death, it'll, 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 whatever pace they set, it'll happen. And here comes the inflation. And I talked about this guy in Australia. His name is Michael. I, I don't have all his information for you to go find him, but uh, he, he's from Australia, and he's talking about this inflation that's coming. And uh, even if it just kind of stayed where it was at and just stayed there for years, and if you're income was was going up by two percent a year how, how that, that's going to put you backwards very quickly well this brings us to gold and silver because when things get inflated gold and silver go up and gold and silver have not been doing what everything else is doing it's artificially low it happens all the time because someone decides to uh hold physical gold in one hand and put it behind their backs and then they put paper gold and silver out in front of you and they get the average person like well i don't have to store it you know they, they put this fear into people well what if someone breaks into my house and steals it? Well, the biggest fear should be, what if it's sitting in a paper market and they steal it? That's the most likely thing. There, there's so many reasons to buy gold and silver. And, and I, I've been here for three years, and I've been dealing with gold and silver customers longer than that. There's one, you know, there's, I'm going to give you two really good reasons to buy gold. It's just coming from our customers. And, and there's, tons, there's tons of reasons to buy gold and silver. It's tangible. With inherent value, there's no counterparty risk. Scarcity, it cannot be debased. Five to six thousand year history, store of value, long term hedge of for inflation. I mean, look at all these, all these, all these reasons to buy gold. Twenty five hundred year track record is money, actual money. Uh, it's a safe haven. It's portable and anonymous. Probably the, one of the major reasons I buy gold and silver is portable. And anonymous you can move it where you need to go yeah it's nice to buy property but things are going the wrong way you can't pick up your property walk away with it it's great for uh, emergency money universal acceptance across the world there's no default risk with gold and silver uh, it, it can diversify your portfolio of investments and uh, I, I count it as savings I don't count it as, as investment uh, I mean it just the, the the reasons go on and on and on it's a currency hedge uh, gold's metallic properties is a good reason to buy it. It doesn't corrode. It doesn't go away. Uh, physical gold is a tiny fraction versus paper money. You know, it's it, once again it's that that scarcity. But let me give you some some other reasons why gold and silver should be sitting in your uh, in your house somewhere. You know, I don't want to have gold because someone might rob my house. Well, it, inflation is theft. Federal income tax is theft. That money sitting in your bank account, that, that, that cash you might have sitting in a shoebox somewhere in your home, it's being stolen from you through federal income tax and inflation. So might as well have it in gold and silver. Put it where nobody else knows where it is. It'll be safe. You know, I, I, you know, I know people get their houses get burglarized or house fires or all that. Life is risk. I, people like to put themselves in a nice little comfy bubble. That's what brought us coronavirus because everyone wants to be in that safe little bubble. And they want everybody else to do what what they're doing because they're living in fear. I don't do that. You know, I've got gold and silver. People know I have it. They can look it up, find out where I live, and try to come and get it. But I don't suggest that. You know, most gold and silver guys have have other commodities like lead sitting around. And uh, it's, why would you want to break into a gold and silver guy's house? I just, uh, not a good idea. But 
that aside, uh, what are some other reasons? Well, I've been selling gold and silver for over three years here at Patriot Trading Group, and I've been doing it longer before Joe took me on as a partner. Never heard this term spoken by a single customer I have ever had. The term is this. I bought too much gold and silver. Never heard it. It's never been spoken to me. Oh, Jason, I bought too much. I got too much gold and silver. I've never heard it. I've, you know, I'm sure there's a reason for somebody that has done it. I mean, if, if someone's uh, income is, is very tight and they buy a bunch of gold and silver and then they have to go pay bills and they just they put their, their rent money into gold, I, I guess. But I've always cautioned my customers, don't put your, your, your monthly bill-paying money into this. Your savings needs to go into this. So I've never heard it. Not one person. Hey, hey, I, uh, oh, I just bought too much, Jason. Gosh, man, what did I do? The other thing is, I've never heard, or uh, that's really a good reason to buy gold and silver. And I'll, I'll cover this on the last segment coming up. Especially the old timers that buy it. They are the most stress-free individuals I've ever met. They're so comfortable. They're so relaxed. Could it be that when they own gold and silver, they don't seem to have the fears of everybody else scrambling around the world trying to figure things out? Patriot Trading News Hour, number is 800-951-0592. Get your gold and silver and get it quick. Be right back for the last segment. Final segment on a Friday, uh, Jack Daniels Friday. I remember that, guys. Uh, we have a little bit of that going on uh, here at Colorado. The Colorado Show, we have uh, Fake News Friday. We like to have some fun and try to uh, take the gloom and doom news and just uh, sort of poke poke fun at it, a little bit of Babylon B, and we have our... our uh, we have people call in. We give away f- uh, free silver dollars. And uh, if you're in Arizona and you, and you uh, go to 1360khnc.com and uh, listen in to Fake News Friday, it'll be 3 o'clock Colorado time. Uh, we just ask for, for funny jokes, funny stories. If you come in with something funny, uh, uh, it's, we're an easy audience. We'll get you a free silver dollar. It's usually a peace dollar. But uh, that's going to be at 3 o'clock. We have Fake News Friday. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, you know, Joe bought the radio station for a reason. There's there's opportunity and there's uh, a lot of truth uh, to be found on this station. So, uh, yeah, I talked earlier about this Australian guy, Mike, uh, Michael. I may just play. He's just fun to listen to. I might just play a couple minutes of him as we get ready to go off the air. But uh, I was talking right as I was leaving the last segment. You know, the most relaxed and stress free people you're ever going to meet. And I, I'll tell you right now, the stress level is always how much gold and silver these guys have. I know some of the guys that have a lot, and then I know some of the guys that have a middle amount, and I, have, and I know the guys are trying to get a sum, and they're, they're just starting out. And those three levels, meet, you know, a low, medium, a high ownership of gold and silver, the stress level goes away the more they own. I, we got the, I got these guys, they don't even remember exactly where all their gold and silver is. They got so much of it. And they don't even care. You could just see. They know that if they need it, they'll go find it. They're, I mean, it's, it's great. There's too many stresses in life already as it is. And you... And people don't want to think that money is everything. Money isn't everything, but man, it's sure uh, being being taken care of when you need you know when you need your air conditioner breaks, and your your paycheck to paycheck. That's a that's a massive stress. The gold guy, oh, the air conditioner's broken. Call the phone number, get it done. It's that simple. It's all about saving, saving money, and saving it where it's safe. We do that. We've been specializing that for for twenty five years. I've been here for just over three with my partner Brian. Uh, call the number over there in Arizona. Get yourselves lined up with whatever we got. I know we had. Uh, I know we may have a very scant few of the 10th ounce gold. I don't know how many, and, and we may quite frankly be sold out. Uh, 
uh, on Fake News Friday. I'm going to have a little, a small little uh, silver special that I'll uh, I'll unleash on the show. Don't call uh, for the silver special because it's Colorado. If you're Arizona, and want to get in, uh, just listen to the show at three, and I'll uh, I'll throw it on the air, and you can you can order some of that stuff. There may be a little bit of a shipping charge if I ship it to Arizona, but. Uh, that's what we do. So it was good. This, this is a guy uh, from Australia. I don't know if I got it to the right place, but he's talking about the inflation. I just talked about it a couple segments ago. Let's, let's listen in. His name is Michael. Deepening. In October, it went up to 0.1%. In November, December, it went up 0.2%. In January, it went up 0.3%. In February, it went up 0.4%. And now in March, it's going up 0.6% and is accelerating. And if the Fed doesn't do something now, it could get out of control like in the 80s when we had inflation in the double digits of 10 to 15 to 20 percent. But they keep saying we can just wait for the perfect time when inflation goes just above our target and then get it under control with a click of a finger. But that's not how economics work. And guess what? Jerome Powell, the head of the Federal Reserve, he's not an economist. He's a lawyer. And he's also someone that made millions of dollars on Wall Street, which is a big conflict of interest. And this is the official CPI number. So even the official CPI number is higher than expected. And we know they always underreport. There you go. There's a little bit of some smart individuals. There's, there's a few of us out there that understand what's going on. Uh, call the number once again, 800-951-0592. Always you can go to 1360khnc.com and listen into some of our fine programming over there. But... Uh, I'm sure Joel will be back on Monday, and uh, well, I'll be waiting for your phone calls. 800-951-0592. See ya.